0: And I oop. Okay, make it okay. make it work.
1: Welcome back to Real to Real. Welcome. It's Will and Nina here. Um, We're gonna talk at back 1.5 speed for the uh, five speed.
0: I said 1.5 speed.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to breeze through it. Um, we haven't done an episode in a few weeks, mm. but uh,
0: like like two months.
1: Two months. <laughs> uh, it was probably it's probably hotter now than it was when we recorded our last episode. Yeah, that's sad. Um, it's about 98 degrees outside right now. <laughs> And it's October third.
0: Thank you for the meteorology report. <laughs> uh, it's, October. it's a weather report from oh. real to
1: real. By the time you listen to it, it won't yeah. be relevant anymore. It's so.
0: Mean Girls Day, so
1: it's always Mean Girls Day. Every time I like no. am on Twitter, it's like, oh, it's Mean Girls Day. I don't it's think the there are one. many
0: Mean Girls relevant dates. No, it's it's like there's always. The one April date always that's, October third. There's a it's every day is October third. There's that one um miscongeniality date in April.
1: Is that also fair? Where her? he asks
0: her, he's like What's your idea of the perfect date? Like, you know, like a relationship. Oh, right. And she goes, um, uh, like April 20th.
1: 75 and sunny. It's and not gonna... too
0: hot. Yeah. It's not too cold. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's relevant. Yeah. To, to me, at least, to film.
1: Well, today we're going to talk about uh, people who we think are overrated. we hate. Um, we might say <laughs> this is, like, unpopular opinion time. So we get to go in on the the great artists. <laughs> Who who we just who don't we just think don't deserve buy. it. I mean, yeah. if I'm being honest. So um, which of us should go first? I don't know which one. In, um, who should we vent about?
0: Feel like I stay starting, so you can okay. start. <laughs> goes, we can start. Hey, well, let me start. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start then.
1: <clears throat> so <laughs> without further ado, uh, I'm going to be talking about Bob Dylan today. <laughs> I um come on, Robert Zimmerman, the the one, the only. Oh, um, I forgot that's his real name. Yeah, and. Yeah, he changed it because you know people hate George. The '60s, Bob Dylan. I mean, can't imagine him <laughs> having the success he did with the name Robert Zimmerman. But you know, um, Bob Dylan. So everyone pretty much knows who Bob Dylan is. Um, and I guess my issue with Bob Dylan, and this might be true for like a lot of the people we talk about, is like not exactly like his music specifically. Like I'm sure it's yeah. fine. I haven't. No, that's the
0: thing. Is like
1: bothered to get. Super into it, but like it's the fan base that's just like
0: Mm, that'll be the same from one of my picks,
1: yeah. And the idea mainly what I take issue with is the idea that he's this like unimpeachable, like genius, and that like impeach, take him on. I'm sorry, what'd uh, you say, Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) You know, all this Ukraine stuff is just getting out of (laughs) hand, it's all
0: Bob Dylan's fault.
1: Mm. Bob Dylan would like, and then. But that's the thing, like Bob Dylan. Speaking of politics, like, <laughs> one of the things about Bob Dylan is that he's so like apolitical and just like a unopinionated. Like his whole thing, um, and I'm gonna talk a bit about his memoir Chronicles, which I I read a couple years ago. <laughs> his whole persona is being this kind of like, oh, he's a tough nut to crack. You can't really like.
0: Yeah, you were mad the whole time you read that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Yeah. You probably remember me complaining like, about ah, it. I hate this <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> it's like. Like, because artist memoirs, I mean, to be honest, art- artist autobiographies are never going to be that great. Like, they've always got someone, like, ghostwriting it for them, probably. But Bob Dylan, it just seems like he, like, sat down, and, like, you can tell he's making it up as he goes <laughs> along. Because it's, like, mostly chrono- chronological, but he just sort of, like, starts... Half the time, you can't really tell if he's lying or telling the truth, because he's just like, oh, I came into no, this... No, no, it's,
0: oh, my motorcycle in
1: accident. Time, <laughs> <the> time, yeah. <laughs> this is what he's, like... He shows up at like the Cafe Wa in New York and he's oh, like,
0: yeah.
1: I came on a freight train. And then like the agent's like, you came on a freight train? He was like, just <laughs> kidding. I was lying. I didn't come in on a train. It's like, okay. like
0: Yeah, I actually hopped on the freight train with my hobo sack and <laughs> I rode it all the way to New York.
1: But that's like he wants, he just like is a... How
0: do think he's homegrown?
1: He wants to think he's homegrown. He's very, he's known for being super, I guess, reclusive about... His, his past and, like, his personal life. And, like, he, like, the motorcycle He's thing like the is alleged to be Hank fake.
0: Williams. Or right, and the, Hank Williams
1: is so much better. The
0: rich posturing or, like, the liberal, you
1: know? The liberal and, like, the so much less interesting, though, too. Like, yeah. Bob Dylan has, like, I feel like I learned nothing about him from his memoir other than that he, like, <laughs> doesn't have anything to say, which he keeps reminding you. He's always, like... Oh,
0: have you seen Don't Look Back? No. Okay. Is that
1: the, which one's the one with the... Like uh, the five. No,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, this one's the documentary of him in the sixties.
1: Okay, I need to watch that. And I also is, to um, watch, I'm um, not here. I'm not here. Yeah. And then the Scorsese one I still haven't gotten around to. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but like, basically, I, I'm gonna read a, a, a few passages from Chronicles just because, like, yeah, he I feel like
0: doesn't have anything to say.
1: This guy has nothing to say, and he's always just like, "Well, I didn't really know what to think about that." <laughs> <laughs> And then he's just like, okay. Next. (laughs) Uh, So he says on page 121, (laughs) art is unimportant next to life and you have no choice. (laughs) Choice between what? I don't know. (laughs) Um, uh, And to continue. You
0: have citations.
1: A song is like a dream and you try to make it come true. So we'll just have, like, these, like, sentences that it he just, like... It come
0: true. What
1: do you mean? He just puts it in there. The song
0: is true. So it's
1: just kind of this, like, this epigram, like, you're supposed to contemplate Oh, he's it, giving
0: you his, like, quotes of genius that he right, wants yeah. you to take out. And his out. whole
1: thing is that his genius is, like, unexplainable. That, like, he can't, you <laughs> just can't explain it. Uh, and then finally, uh, folk songs were the way I explored the universe. They were pictures, and the pictures were worth more than anything I could say. Hmm. That's actually not that bad. But, like, that. <laughs> it <laughs> basically, it's just like, okay, like, he's saying a lot, but he's not really saying anything.
0: It doesn't hold a to candle David to David Byrne.
1: <laughs>
0: to, it doesn't hold a candle to Roy Orbison's uh, sh- Trembling in the Wind or whatever. Trembling in the Wind.
1: Everyone, he looked up and he was, like, <laughs> Trembling in the Wind or something. Um, a poet. But the thing about Bob Dylan is, like, this is the type of thing that, like, His fans love, and it just doesn't seem like everyone I've met who's like a Bob Dylan fan seems to never listen to anything except Bob Dylan. And when they're white men, yes, (laughs) (laughs) and like,
0: well, that's a given. You'll notice a
1: trend like they don't they love Bob Dylan, but like they that's the only artist they can name, and it makes perfect (laughs) sense because like
0: think of another based
1: on his book. It really doesn't seem like he's much of a musician at all. Oh, and like because he tries to explain like. I don't know. There's this passage where he's trying to explain the system of music that he discovered. Something about triplets and he was like <laughs> a highly controlled system of playing and relates to the notes on the scale and how they combine numerically, how they form melodies out of triplets and are axiomatic to the rhythm in the chord- what are you which saying? which doesn't mean me? anything. Like
0: what are you saying? <laughs>
1: Was exactly. he trying to explain
0: music theory? I'm confused. I
1: think, but like kind of from like a fo- sort of a layman's perspective of how he was interpreting it. I don't care I, I I'm sure I don't it, need to know that. <laughs> I'm sure that it makes sense in his mind, but like it's not. What he's describing is probably it something makes... that's relatively formally simple. Right. Uh, but he frames it as like this sort of like epiphany that <laughs> he had you know, at some point. I
0: realized that if I touched the guitar, it made noise. (laughs) (laughs) And I just went from there.
1: And I was like, I mean, part of my uh, reluctance to get into Bob Dylan is that I used to be very, I guess, maybe snobby about, like, uh, like, oh, his songs only have, like, three chords in them. And, like, or something like that. You know, like, all of his songs are pretty easy to play. Sure. It's really the lyrics that people come for. But even then, it's like, okay, it's, I'm sure he's important to to folk, but, like...
0: then, he has used the N-word in one of his songs. Did he? And it's Hurricane, which is a really good song.
1: Okay, didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Um, just another product of the racist 60s, so... Him and John Lennon. Yeah, I mean, I I, I should
1: give him a chance. John Lennon might be worse than Bob Dylan, Mm -hmm. actually.
0: Uh, Oh, okay, 100%. (laughs) I hope Bob Dylan hasn't beat on anyone in his life.
1: It's really just, like, I, I, I shouldn't criticize the man too much. It's just, like, the the cult that of personality that surrounded him i just don't
0: and i'll say when i was in new york i had to see a play off broadway called girl from the north country if you'll recall that Uh Dylan song, and it was a jukebox musical mistake number one um and it was entirely bob dylan songs and they just it was set in like 1940s duluth like where he was born right Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with him it just takes a lot from him for some reason and it maybe was like the most boring boring thing I've ever seen in my life which is just like you haven't read
1: Chronicles Volume 1 by Bob Dylan
0: like I I don't (laughs) know if that man can like excite anyone I mean Maybe when that person shot at Judas that they got real riled about that. <laughs> right. But, like, Yeah, I, don't, I mean, when Bob Dylan pulled out
1: the electric guitar at the Monterey Festival, I just but like, changed I don't, everything. No,
0: like, I don't think he elicits any truly strong, like, right. feeling. I think what he like, is
1: is that he's such a symbol of the sort of, like, American 60s, like, mythology. Yeah. And he reflects that, like, even in his memoir. He sort of buys into this stuff, too. Like, he's, um. like oh, in the 60s, there wasn't anything going on. Uh, like, popular radio was at a standstill, and it was like the Beatles and the Who and the Rolling Stones hadn't come in and changed everything, which is like very much the same exact right sort of, you know, mythological, very simplistic line that his fans would <laughs> use to describe because everyone who's really into Bob Dylan is really into those sort of like...
0: Right, that he changed. Just like, or, like...
1: you got the Beatles, you got Bob Dylan, and you got the Rolling Stones, and like... They did everything, and mm. everything after that is just, like, garbage.
0: <laughs> did you see uh, Inside Lewin Davis ever?
1: No, but it's kind of, like, a no. parallel.
0: Well, yeah, at the very end, it's, like, this guy is, like, really struggling to find work and people who, like, support his music, mm. and at the very end, he enters, like, Café Wa or whatever, and they're, like, introduced. It's, like, Dylan playing for the first time in New York. Oh, uh, okay. And then, you like, you realize, oh, it's, it's LOL, it's going to take off.
1: And Lewin Davis, he's, like, the one who's struggling and not... Yeah, because yeah. like
0: it's like no one respects my sound, <laughs> right? No, no and one he keeps, gets it. No, and
1: that's what and Dylan does that too. He's like, I just like, like uh, what I'm doing isn't very over top is very commercial, very simple chord. Like, he's <laughs> like, <I,
0: laughs>
1: like, I can't, I just can't explain what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's I just don't like, know what they're. <laughs> lay, lay, lay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he talks about how, like uh, there's a myth that or this uh, the legend goes that he wrote like like a Rolling Stone in like 15 minutes, and that's, I'm like, don't yeah, say I get. Oh, we knew. Oh, we could tell. Um, but also, like, uh, also, have you? Um, you haven't seen the music video for his "Must Be Santa" song, have you? He really he released a Christmas album in two thousand nine. Um, <laughs>
0: That's what got him the Nobel. And it's Cranks. like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this is exactly what got him the Nobel. Uh, I just, I just have to show you a part of this because it's like, oh
0: no, um,
1: this is unforgivable. And like anyone who says Bob Dylan <laughs> is like,
0: cannot be forgiven. The, um,
1: the greatest artist alive, like. David you don't see David Bowie doing this stuff you know. Like,
0: <laughs> He's not doing much of anything anymore.
1: True. I mean labyrinth to be fair May he kinda, rest. Uh, Excuse yeah. me that's a
0: camp that <laughs> that's is camp I know that is labyrinth. camp. Yeah, yeah That is yeah. Jim that's Henson forgivable. camp. That's forgivable. That's okay. forgivable but like that is incredible. Okay. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> oh my god what is he wearing?
1: Bob Dylan wearing Santa hat. His hair look like that. And he has like straight long hair no walking at a christmas party like a party house he looks like
0: the like ebenezer scrooge
1: he seems absolutely miserable too like every (laughs) shot of him
0: (gasps) oh oh my god (laughs) you want to know no that reminds me i had an english teacher and i loved her god bless her but she was talking about, she was like telling us, she was like, yeah, I went to, to a Bob Dylan concert last night and everyone was watching it through their phones Man. and it was and that's so like disrespectful. A, like... And I was like, okay, listen, we don't know how much longer that old geezer has. So <laughs> if I see him live, I'm taking video. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah. Like, lit- like, please. This Bob Dylan is it's just is like, he's made for the people pu- who are like, 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 you know, music was purity, better before yeah. everyone
1: came and uh, started. Shooting videos with their iPhones at the concert or something like its, yeah. it's exactly that right. like that kind of like I baby. You can't enjoy like, anything
0: else; it's filtered through your camera app. Like Shut the, up. the like, baby
1: boomer with like an avatar that's just a picture of a horse that like comments yeah, or like an on like flag. Yeah. Or that like comments on college. Newspaper I remember opinion when I articles, went to concerts
0: and just caught STDs. Now kids are just right No, because we are just trying to capture memories yeah. like oh let's like I don't crap on the, them for that the <laughs>
1: idea that he's sort of like the american like poet i just don't like <laughs> yeah you know who is who bruce springsteen
0: okay go off we can do an episode dedicated to <laughs> bruce off. springsteen because he off. is like
1: the real if we're gonna talk about like he the, deserves uh, his broadway show yeah the broadway show like the voice of the common man which mm-hmm. like bob dylan supposedly is
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's bruce springsteen
0: yeah i bet bob dylan's never voted in his life <laughs> i'm
1: just putting that out there good question i mean
0: he's like oh i don't vote
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh donald i just sound like aziz like <laughs> on sorry now. yeah oh man that's pretty close i don't like that i'm trying to do charlie from <laughs> it's always sunny doing his like bob dylan thing
1: <laughs> anyway
0: uh that's no, a good pick I I I will admit to listening to and liking Bob Dylan songs. I
1: should listen to more but Bob Dylan songs. But beyond that, I it's mean, beyond the, uh, simply
0: being like, that's fun and folksy, like I don't, there's nothing. Yeah, like influential, that about sure, whatever.
1: But like genius, Judas, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you take it for what it is, and, and that's yeah. That.
1: What are your thoughts? Well, we didn't even talk about the Nobel Prize debacle. Should we even get into that?
0: <laughs> Look. <laughs>
1: i don't know i mean obama won the nobel peace prize in 2009 (laughs) so like
0: for his work dropping drones in pakistan thank you for that you created so much peace um no i mean like i don't disagree that like film or that music could be considered literature um but i think there are probably really that's not the issue at stake
1: it's like bob yeah and also like they didn't actually award his music they awarded his lyric book so right. what they're rewarding isn't even his, his like writing. music as literature, which is mm-hmm. would be a very interesting conversation to have.
0: We should have that conversation.
1: They reviewed <laughs> that combo meme,
0: but yeah, that it's just his lyrics, which are again we're pretty
1: right. So like that takes it like okay, like maybe like oh that's interesting. You his music, but they were like no, it's still literature. It's it's the lyrics. Like, no, so we're like okay, so if you read the lyrics on their own, you'd be like <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn, this is he's really getting some more these. Yeah. No, you
1: want anyway, a it's train. It's my first pick. Yeah.
0: Yeah Well in the vein of continuing to piss off white men um, <laughs> My first overrated director pick is christopher the one and only Christopher Nolan um, Do I have to elaborate? Um, so <laughs> am I bitter more. maybe but <laughs> am I wrong? No, I'm I am mean, correct
1: <laughs> give, give him some credit for memento Okay. Yeah? No. Yeah, no.
0: My credit would be for D- The Dark Knight, and that is because Heath Ledger and Christian Bale and Maggie Gyllenhaal carried that on their backs. Okay. The first critique I think I just have to give is like, come on. He he has never written. And I haven't seen Interstellar. Okay. I haven't seen Interstellar, which has more female characters than any of his other films. But of the films I have seen, there are few female characters, and if there are, they are horribly flushed out or not at all like
1: I, all I can think of is the in- Inception uh, oh what's her gosh. face the French uh, one
0: Marion Cotillard yeah, yeah yeah she's also in the Dark Knight Rises so he picks one and he's like let's recycle her but uh, so I've seen the pres- I've seen the Prestige I've seen Insomnia I've seen the Dark Knight the Dark Knight Rises I've seen um
1: Interstellar right no I actually have, have
0: not I've Dunkirk. seen Dunkirk sadly um but I think that's it but like Scarlett Johansson in the Prestige for example why right. is she there She's there for the male gaze. And that's it. I mean, what? Uh, you might as well have not even written her. Just, like, don't. <laughs> and, like, Dunkirk, Yeah, I guess the argument is that, like, black people and women weren't allowed to be in World War II or whatever. But, like, I just, I it's said earlier, I accurate. think he purposefully chose it so he wouldn't have to get the, so he could do what he wanted and not get, like, the criticism. Sort of fantasy
1: world of, uh, I don't know. I'm just, world like, truly,
0: I don't trust any director. And, I mean, plenty of directors I like are guilty of this as well. But just, like constantly just like straight men just doing crazy things with each other and like no women in the picture at all. Um Look, maybe Interstellar he rectified that but I highly doubt it. Um And also I agree his fan base is very annoying. They are very self-righteous.
1: <laughs> it's another sort of very like online community. It's right? taking
0: a very like pedestrian filmmaker like and I'm not saying he's like the worst director to ever walk this earth. He yeah. makes fine films. Okay. He makes fine films. I think I'm comfortable saying that. But like his fans just like they take it too far, and I, I don't think like, we should allow them to be that empowered. I feel like, being Chris white Nill, <laughs> like
1: Chris Nolan, like film fans are probably like the same people who are like diehard Radiohead fans. You know, right. like exactly. Radiohead is like the only like yeah, it's the best band. It is the thing. And if you disagree, like you are wrong. I can't
0: tell you how many you know? men. Yes, uh, I can't tell you how many men that I've dated that I've had crushes on for some reason. Like there was this one guy in high school I was in love with him. And this should have been my red flag. He was like, and he was obsessed. It was before Interstellar came out, and he was like, I simply refuse to see, hear, know anything about the film before I see before it. He, walked in. he left. He walked out of a movie theater. He told me because, because the trailer the came on. Yeah, and I ended up actually Next sending him a spoiler, and he expensive. really flipped out on me. I know. Um, <laughs> he walked back in. He like just had to remove himself for ah, the trailer. I, I was okay. like, that is insane. That is simply childish. Um. But that is the case, like, men who like him, fuck, like, I'm not going to curse, they are obsessed with him, and it's ridiculous. I, giving white men an idol like that is just so dangerous, um, <laughs> especially ones who if there aren't enough make no know. attempt at even, like, being diverse or interesting. Um, he So, like, some genuine criticisms of his filmmaking is that, like, his endings inspire more theories than, like, meaning, which that isn't to say that you can't leave things open-ended, but open it into the sense that's like, was that real? Was right. that a dream? Like, I think that, I, I have a, that, uh, that takes away. I mean, like, there should be meaning gleaned from your films. Did you ever
1: use Google Buzz? No. It was like the pre Facebook that no, people used in like, like middle school. What the heck is going on in Inception? I think I have an archive. I have like, no, like, literally my post from like 2011. I'm like, <laughs>
0: your, your theory? 13
1: years old and I'm like,
0: I know. Just I watched s-
1: Inception for the third time. I and solved I finally. I it. It. <laughs> <laughs> solved it. I finally get it. Yeah. He was dreaming the whole time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It was or a was dream, he? <laughs> and that's why it's inspired so many stupid memes. Like, it was a dream, like, and I don't like that. I was told by a creative writing teacher in middle school that you should never end a story with, and it was, and all it was a all, dream. oh yeah, and I think he's not exempt <laughs> so, like, from you're that. You're not supposed
1: to use the word "said." <laughs> you're. Uh... <laughs> not supposed to start a sentence with because (laughs) you're not supposed to end a story with the tell a dream
0: exactly (laughs) like
1: the the three rules being a creative like
0: when you're so busy like fussing over like what literally happened like plot wise there is no further meaning or like And that's exactly what his films are made for is
1: just being like yeah and that goes into
0: him overusing gimmicks and like twist endings as well like a twist is not something you should you should and have to stick in every film you make right I, like can't think of one of his films without a twist. Dark Knight didn't have one, but Dark Knight Rises, was such stupid it was also like it wasn't
1: an it was an adapted screenplay, right? right? No, so even Dark Knight even. Rises it
0: was like it was Marion Cotillard's character manipulating everything the whole time. Really? Uh, yeah, remember that? I forgot about that. There was a twist that. in that?
1: I don't know. I just remember um, Batman like left at the end. Right, <laughs>
0: good for him. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't remember, <laughs> but he deserved to walk there's away. Oh, walk away. Um, <laughs> no, but like that is just stupid. I mean, for films like Memento, yeah, yeah sure
1: that twist. No, worked, I gotta say, like, interesting because there's been a franchise like oh,
0: it was the he 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 was it was the, the soul most the like time, stupid
1: depiction of like what happens when you enter a black hole. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I just saw like uh, I gotta say,
0: as someone who's been through a black hole.
1: <laughs> well, no, I was saying. <laughs> It's not great. Yeah. Uh, like Claire Denise's High Life, which uh, okay. Robert Pattinson came out like last yeah. year. Um, it was at Duke a couple weeks ago. It also has a scene where they go to a black hole. Okay. And it literally like you
0: <laughs> literally become,
1: you like you spaghettify or whatever and you like explode and you die. And that's, <laughs>
0: okay. that's what
1: happens. You spaghettify. And, <laughs> that's, that's the scientific Mom term. Mom spaghetti-fy. spaghettify. Spaghettification. Anyway, it's just, like, we've been in sort of, like, a space phase for a while. And right. I guess we've well, always been. But, like, yeah, thanks. that year, the year that Interstellar came out, it was, like, Gravity the year before, and then it was, like, Interstellar and the Martian came out in, like, the same year. And, like, or Gravity and the Martian were, like, way better than Interstellar. Right.
0: Well, and that's what, like, makes me mad about, like, for fantasy, for example, like, every author, whoever, like, takes their own like, rules for, like, this thing. So, like, for some people, vampires can go in the sun. For some, they can't. Whatever. But I hate when they become so, like... Sure. I think there should be a unified thing. Like, okay, in space, you can't do this or that. When you go through a black hole, you yeah. die. I mean, that magic, should be a well, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, can that be a like, thing?
1: magical realism would it find. Unless like, you're,
0: like, being Star Wars. He literally
1: like, goes in the black hole and it's, if like... If you're trying to oh, be Oh, he's speaking to his daughter. Like, oh. that he goes into a... Like, he enters another dimension and, like... Sorry I, if you haven't seen Interstellar. I don't I,
0: yeah, and don't you shouldn't. I'm, I'm telling you why you shouldn't. Um,
1: it's also got the talking like they basically have like a HAL. Like a Oh yeah, someone it's was saying it's, it's, it's it's he's like trying a, to
0: make 2001 in his own way, like many the things The talking he's done. friendly
1: robot on the spaceship thing is like such a I don't know, moon, such a trope. Moon,
0: moon did that really well though, I'll say. Still need to see Moon. Moon's good. So yeah, indie space
1: films are great because when yeah. you have such a small like cleared indie. It's, it's like
0: one character
1: a single I character love, the way that space the space is so isolating right <laughs> it's <was> like
0: wow <laughs> there are good ways to do it because when you're constrained
1: by low budget people right. do really interesting things but that's chris nolan who has like millions of dollars at his mediocrity disposal
0: mediocrity with millions of dollars at his disposal right. does not rape about like film. i would rather
1: see an unrealistic but like interesting portrayal of space on a low budget yeah. i e Life, where, like, yeah. they drop the bodies and they fall in
0: space. I <laughs> love that.
1: Yeah, and it's cool. And, like, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to Interstellar, which most of the praise about it was, like, oh, the special the effects are so sticky. great. Because like, he tries
0: to do practical effects when he can. And he feels high and right. mighty for it. That's the thing. Is I like,
1: think Dunkirk got a lot of hype because they didn't do any special effects. It's all... Yeah. I don't know enough practical, about film production. Practical, practical, practical effects. Practical
0: effects. Instead of special. Yeah. Um, can you define that in,
1: like, for me and the listeners?
0: <laughs> well, now I'm under pressure. I just means that, like you attempt to use, like, real-world thing.
1: like okay. You're not so, doing it in post or, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're not using a computer to do
1: the effect. No CGI. Yeah.
0: yeah So, you know, back in, for, for Star Wars that meant creating mini-sets that you would film up close to make it look like it, what you were going, you know, like in the bathtub. Right. They would do the tiny little... The little millennial falcon, like zooming through them, <laughs> and they, they did that by hand, they didn't do uh-huh. whatever for that. That was practical. Um, but so, but but it, he has like this Bible for himself that then all of his film bros are like, like incredible. the big thing was, doesn't do 3D IMAX, whatever. Like, it was
1: some, it was some, how many millimeters was Dunkirk like 70 70 millimeter, 70 millimeter IMAX, or whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah and it to him that means he's pure and therefore better but I don't I don't agree. I mean I don't think that there's such thing as purity in storytelling and that you know just because you only use you know non like any of those things like it doesn't automatically inherently mean your film is yeah. any better or truer or what's well, kind of like
1: the thing like Bob Dylan is sort of like the the representative of like like only music with guitars is real music or something like people who are like you know rap is just talking really fast like those are like those are all bob dylan fans
0: yeah but i don't know purity that's kind of a a lot of this is yeah it stems from just meeting so many white men in my life who stand this man so hard and then they like won't own up to it either you're like (laughs) we're just being ridiculous like you're just letting your love cloud they're like no actually sounds like you have a type And you know what? That's why I go to therapy. (laughs) So I'm working on it. They're not working on it. (laughs) They need to go to therapy.
1: does Chris Nolan need to go to therapy
0: I'm sure he does that's his personal oh he's, he's
1: British too I forgot about that all British people need that's therapy another, that's another like strike <laughs> <Yeah>. off <laughs> no and the funny thing is the uh, like British people
0: will never do anything right
1: Memento which is sort of like the counterexample when everyone's like oh actually <laughs> me- like, <laughs> well in fact earlier in this episode I was like well oh uh, Memento <laughs> <laughs> um, like it was written by Jonathan Nolan his brother okay and like most of what's good about it is like the writing
0: the story yeah, yeah. I mean that's what like you can see in a lot of his later films the stories are just not strong and it's got like the it's reliant sort of like too much on
1: mindfuckery or whatever, but like the <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's more it's so much more economical. But that is its
0: gimmick, so it makes that sense. is a gimmick. I mean, like, and it's but like the whole film is about the weird time jumping. Reverse, so they yeah, stick to it, backwards. okay? Yeah. But for a film like you know, like Dark Knight, there doesn't need to be some crazy cuckoo twist. At the, you know, like it's used right. sparingly, and and with intent i think there is a little intent that go into that goes into his film i don't know maybe the intent is just i want to make all my white fil- film bros happy so i i don't i truly don't know i don't know what his next film is supposed to be but um hopefully he takes like 10 years to do it <laughs> so i can have peace and quiet yeah
1: um i said i uh i watched dunkirk on a laptop <laughs> which like chris nolan's like
0: that is rolling very funny. Rolling in his,
1: his non-existent grave. Oh. His, yeah.
0: Yeah. His non-existent. He's rolling like in person just like in there. Um, His new film's supposed to be called Tenant.
1: Tenant? Uh, Tenant.
0: Tenant. It's going to have like Kenneth Branagh, Michael Keane. Yeah. Ken-
1: he, he was in Dunkirk the and regulars. like he spent yeah, like, the whole time just kind of standing nervously at the end of a pier. Just staring out. Yeah. It's like, that's um, all I remember. I don't remember anything happening. And apparently, apparently, yeah. I no. Like, I mean,
0: yeah. It's so stupid. I mean, Yes. Yes.
1: And then Harry Styles. He slayed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he slayed that
0: movie. Um yeah, no, I was bored Duh. bored. Um Yeah, apparently it's pretty like lipped about what this new thing's gonna be about. Um but oh, it's an espionage based action epic. Great, cool, great. So okay. Uh it's gonna be a million a hundred million dollars and they're gonna use really cool guns and there's gonna be a twist. So have fun going and see it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Avoid all the trailers, don't know anything about it before you go in, because that way it's pure and better. Mm. You're right, I do have a type, and I'm very regretful of it, so (laughs) I need to be unsocialized.
1: I should apologize to you because I feel like I'm coming for a lot of your, uh, your faves tapes <laughs> today, but um. <laughs> no, no,
0: I'm scared.
1: This one, this one's good. It's funny. Um, so uh, my next is The Smiths. Uh, uh, I'm not Perniel. like
0: I don't. I'm not I gonna know, sit here and defend like, Morrissey in front of you.
1: I know, but I. <laughs> I do appreciate some of their songs. I appreciate <laughs> some of their songs too, but like yeah. I don't. The fact that they're like so influential as like an '80s band mm-hmm. is kind of beyond me because I. Like, they have some good songs, but other than, like, The Queen is Dead, they don't really have, like, classic albums and kind of, like... Yeah, it's a lot of selective. And one of the things about The Smiths is that all their songs, like, kind of sound the same. I agree. That's a
0: good point. I think that's why, if you find one you like, then you're going to find others you like. Exactly. So, it's
1: like, you find one, but, like, they never... I think when I was getting into The Smiths, I was sort of, like, listening to everything, and I'm like, okay, so it's all just like this. Yeah. And I was, like, waiting for it to kind of, like... Branch out. Branch out a little bit, but it's like it's nice because when the Smith songs come on, you like know. Well,
0: we know who to blame. Five Hundred Days of Summer
1: <laughs> was bringing the use? Smiths
0: back into our lexicon. Oh, they to did. Die uh, by your side. I thought because um, the manic pixie Zoi Deschanel character is listening to it in the elevator. And he's like, "You like the Smiths?" She's like, "Of course I do." And he's like, "Yeah." So and then he's like, "Cause the perfect woman listens, listens to, the to the Smiths,", Smiths. Yeah. and is bashful about it. So.
1: Oh, it's, you probably age. haven't heard of them so. <laughs> but I thought they, it came back because everyone in our generation knows that song I thought it was because of like not the Fault Stars but uh, you know. one of those YA movies I thought also used that maybe but that was definitely a big thing yeah but yeah. uh, so yeah it, it's kind of been I don't know enduring sad boy music you know yeah. like yeah. it's yes. basically Mor- Morrissey was the original sad boy <laughs> and like yeah every other sort of indie rock sad boy since him has been because of just him. hoping to be uh, and sad. it's funny because and he's continues to give us reasons to to like hate him because <laughs> yes literally everything this he says on the record is like just like <laughs> ridiculous yeah it's like kanye will say some stuff but oh, like Morrissey no. will be like oh yeah we should like deport muslims or something <laughs> like he's like yeah you know, that's what i
0: thought he'll just come out and say like, say
1: this stuff and he's like also a vegan and like <laughs> the worst kind <laughs> of vegan. vegan. So like, uh, <laughs>
0: down down on the wrong. But like
1: Meat is Murder was like the name of one of their albums. in oh, yeah, like the 80s before that was you know before, before that before being even vegan like was thing. cool. And like he's notorious for like scheduling tours and then like canceling them the night before.
0: Dog. <laughs> like, Me is with my plans as well.
1: So I just googled <laughs> Morrissey, um, <laughs> and like the first two headlines are Morrissey cancels Seattle concert one night. Uh, and then the second is, like, uh... He said the
0: N-word? <laughs> uh,
1: so we... Oh, so he ejected a protester from Portland who was protesting his concert because he was... And the, then he called them
0: a slur. <laughs> i just kidding.
1: And then, like, because he was so upset about that and they ruined his concert. <laughs> oh, uh, no! They, he, he canceled, like, canceled like, the next the night, Oh. The next night in Seattle. So he was supposed oh, to go to Seattle wow. for um, Yeah, so he's kind of, like... That's insane. He's, like, the definition of, of like, problematic fave in terms of, like... Someone whose music is like enjoyable, but then like in his recent dude, you're just, <laughs> just been a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. But um, one of the things about The Smiths, and maybe what I should say is like,
0: well, that's what happens when you tell a Sad Boy that his sadness is valid, <laughs>
1: right? And he has so many like he blames uh, the world when
0: it's your fault, Morrissey. All your yeah. problems
1: are your fault. Because Morrissey was kind of like he's always been like. Just a little weird, and if you listen to his lyrics too, he's always very like witty and controversial. But he like there's a lot of always been a lot of uh, speculation about his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, he's by like, the no, British I hate press. gay people actually. And like so, claims varyingly made that he was celibate, a frustrated heterosexual, or he's bisexual. I get it um, now. He's an
0: incel. <laughs> and then, so
1: in <laughs> 1980, he said uh, both he and his girlfriend were bisexual, but added that he hated sex. Oh, and then <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> years later, he was like. I I think one at one point he like came out as gay Um uh, <laughs> Or I guess he, he he came out as bisexual basically, but then in 2013 he was like Actually, uh I'm not homosexual in technical fact. I am huma sexual oh, no! I'm attracted to humans no! <laughs> So <laughs> just
0: call yourself. Oh my god, we get People it. You don't talk hate about being like gay. like Mark Ronson like being a, you a have homophobia. That's what that is
1: yeah, so he's like
0: that is 100% internalized homophobia. Yeah, I and he, he like help. definitely
1: made that term up. But, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Oh, 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 that too. Yeah, like, yeah. Definitely. And so
1: lately, he's been sort of drifting towards like far right tendencies. No. Uh, he said Did that the have election was rich. Yeah, they do. He really liked uh, yeah, sort of like on the Brexit <clears throat> train, and um, has endorsed a lot of far right parties. Is that like the Tory? Oh yeah, and then he was like. Someone accused him of racism, and he said, he was one of those people who's like, racism doesn't mean anything anymore because everyone ever uses it. And so so his quote (laughs) is, the word is meaningless now, referring to racism. Everyone ultimately prefers their own race. Does that make everyone racist? (gasps) It's like, come on.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. He did not say that. Everyone prefers yeah. their own race. What but do you as mean? It would, like, but it's mean? sort of like
1: as with Kanye, it's kind of like in the end, it kind of feels harmless. And it's like,
0: I mean, I guess harmless in the sense that he sort of drifted out of like popular culture. To the extent that it could but cause like, harm is
1: only that it's, he's a person with influence. But like, yeah, but it's just like it's more funny than it is concerning to me. Um, it's but funny, I like, I just
0: you are very sad and hopeless. You should so. just go away. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, but one of my uh favorite anecdotes about the Smiths is that uh their songwriting partnership, the band was basically built on the partnership between Morrissey the lead singer and mm. Johnny Marr, the guitarist and okay. the arranger. And Johnny Marr basically wrote all of the songs. I'm almost convinced that Morrissey's tone deaf <laughs> because like it sounds sort of like Oh, God. Johnny Marr will like play him a song, and then Morrissey will start just kind of like, <laughs> like he'll just, he just, just like start to sing over it, and he doesn't, because like he probably doesn't realize that like all of his songs basically have the same tune. Mm. He's just like I'm singing like
0: the only tune he knows how to sing. It's the only tune he knows how to sing, how to sing
1: <laughs> and like. And he's kind of told up because you doesn't realize it. And he like doesn't um like he doesn't play any instruments, he's just a singer. Oh so, like, really? Yeah, he's no, a Joe that's... Jonas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's
0: sitting there he's sitting there tapping the tambourine doing nothing helpful for the right.
1: band. <laughs> and so like Johnny Mar was like the That's
0: bad. The genius I genuinely it. think you don't deserve a band if you can only sing. Maybe that's every pop star is like <laughs> excluded from existing. And I don't know if There goes um, Beyoncé. <laughs> and there's a lot
1: of like sometimes that can work really well, like Sure. Um I'm trying to Well David Byrne did play guitar in a lot of the Talking Heads then it just, like,
0: I think that honestly leads to more of a cult of personality just because Tom York's
1: rated like he often doesn't sing in concert. So there's a lot of like mm. or doesn't play instruments but um You've just
0: like convinced yourself that what that small thing you do is very meaningful. Right. Cuz like what is a song without its, you know, singer? Mm.
1: But unless you have like you know an what? incredible voice. We
0: can replace you <laughs> with someone more talented. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. you literally have like like a Beyonce voice. Like I don't I don't sure. honestly care. If she can't play anything else. If she's never touched a piano or a guitar in her life. She didn't need to. She sings great. Um, honestly, you should have gone in on Beyonce with this one though.
1: <laughs> I thought about it, but it's like that's just too easy. Like yeah. she's so She's such a mixed bag in terms of We don't of, need like, to
0: knock down black women. Let's keep on with the white men. <laughs> also, like <laughs> she's <laughs> so
1: massively popular that like there's evidence I like like I'm yeah. very neutral towards Beyonce, honestly. Me too. Yeah. Like I could say, like, oh Solange is more interesting We can we can but
0: critique her, um we can politics. critique her politics. Oh yeah, sure, all day long. Yeah,
1: and sort of the co opting of like radical Oh yes, yeah. for sure. But anyway, um last anecdote about the Smiths. The um the song uh some Girls Are Bigger Than Others, yeah. uh, which I think you know, uh, the last I, track of I
0: appreciate The Queen
1: that. Is Dead. So Johnny Marr wrote that song. So how he would do it, I guess, is Johnny Marr would write the instrumental. Please don't tell me that. And then bring them. it to Morrissey. I'm, and sc- then I'm
0: scared, William. Johnny Marr
1: was like so, he wrote this really pretty guitar tune and he was so excited about it. And then he brought it to Morrissey and Morrissey's just like, oh, let's call this uh, Some Girls Are Bigger Than Others. And Johnny Marr was like, apparently just like went into like a depression because like, <laughs> Morsey just put these stupid lyrics on top of this, like, instrumental that he loved. I
0: was afraid you were going to say he presented him with these, like, lyrics and he's like, What? I hate fat people. Because <laughs> that could also easily be a problem. probably. Move. Yeah. You know what? Queen gave us fat bottom girls. That's all we need. That's all we deserve. <laughs> so. <laughs> Some girls yeah. are big on And I also, the, the video that I was. It is really, it's a stupid melody. Uh, no, the yeah. melody
1: is fi- Or the, the like, like the music that's are, like, fine with the Mars, yeah. like, yeah, the nonsensical lyrics and, like, <laughs> Mara was just very embarrassed, and that's probably why they like hate each other now and are yeah, never going to reunite. Probably. Because um, like there was so much disagreement. But lastly, the uh, the video that I was watching earlier, uh, there's this <laughs> YouTube tutorial that's called How to Write a Morrissey Song, oh, no. in parentheses, sing the third. Oh. And basically what he's saying is that every Morrissey song starts on the third note of the scale. <laughs> so okay. no matter what key you're playing in, if you just start on the third note in that key, uh, you can basically do Morrissey because that's sort of what he does. That's <laughs> oh, that's like the third.
0: That's true. Yeah, so that's and like. You just add the British affect, and there it goes. The whiny uh, British affect. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> There's like also, uh, you know, the comedian Demi. Um, yes. Uh,
0: we don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Sorry, Demi. Uh, what is it? Uh, Electro Lemon. We can call him. Electro Lemon, yeah. yeah. He
1: posted, he does his like um, credits yes. parody. He did one for The Green Book. Yo, wait!
0: First of all, the technical talent that he then puts it in, he puts it over the credits and then puts it on his yeah. TV and records Have you his seen TV. Paul I Thompson love that. Paul Thompson also
1: did uh, Tompkins. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um, he did some like fake theme music for some shows too.
0: Oh yeah, oh, they're really funny. They're talented. I love um,
1: them. Yeah, Morsi. I mean, easy to make fun of. Yeah, but like Smith's. Yeah, overrated. Maybe. Yeah overrated
0: <laughs> I've lived a normal life for 30-something years And hated on the blacks until today I saw two black construction workers Drink from water glasses So I threw the glasses both away But then a Negro man paid me for a job To drive him through the South and to protect him And that's how all my prejudices changed Thanks to the brain. Oh, was the I said, I'm gonna close this out. With the worst man um, who has ever existed on this earth, Woody Allen.
1: <clears throat> this is an easy one.
0: Every day that I get a New York Times push notification, I'm praying it's the notification that he's dead.
1: <laughs> you can almost see it. Like, Period. Woody, I- <laughs> Allen, the acclaimed
0: filmmaker, and cute uh, No, they wouldn't say anything about his accusations against him.
1: Well, they'd be like complicated legacy. Yeah
0: period Uh, when he dies we eat popping bottles um and I don't feel bad about that so uh, but I'm actually gonna try to take this from a less personal angle and actually do it as a director even though I think you really can't separate the content of a man's life from the content of his art for example why the hell do his characters always want to date younger characters if that's that's not reflective of his real life Um, so one of my biggest critiques is that he puts himself in almost all his films. He's stopped doing that. Does he them. act in all of his films? In his early ones, he's in a good deal I hate it him. when
1: directors do that.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Quentin Tarantino. Uh,
0: yes. It takes you out of the <laughs> film. Kidding. It takes you out of the film. They're never as good of actors as They're
1: not do you know that he has, like, a cameo in all of his movies? Yeah. Alfred they're, Hitchcock?
0: They're never, yeah, they're never as good as actors as they think they are. Right. So, for example, Alfred Hitchcock didn't think he was the a good director. The like, cameo is, like, brief cameo
1: is fine, but, like, the, when the uh, like, director casts himself character. in a role, it's like yeah,
0: yes. And this is like it's not Jimmy and you know Pulp Fiction like you know like cringy ten minutes. It's like the entire movie. So is I he the lead right, the lead actor. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna come out and say it. The only Woody Allen film I've seen is Manhattan. I am regretful that I saw that film. I wanted it to be that I would never see Woody Allen film before I died. Um, but I did it for <laughs> you I had
1: to for, for, for a, a class. Right? And
0: you could say I didn't have to, but I genuinely wanted to have grounds for my hatred, like grounds, like really, like you can a argue, defense, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's the the thing that he's made 40 something films in 40 something years.
1: He's made 40 films?
0: In counting, like probably like 45. Who watches them
1: anymore? Like, he
0: puts out about a film a year.
1: Who's distributing them, though?
0: Not a lot. Like, they're not big. Like, so Timothy Chalamet and, um,
1: Oh right, I remember. Whoever
0: that. his his like last one. I guess um, I just thought he
1: was sort of laying low these like...
0: days. I mean these he did Blue Jasmine was his last big like hit because okay. like Cate Blanchett um got the Oscar for that um but like yeah for the most part they like Cafe Society Irrational Man these are just really like everyone knows. And everyone knows that these films are not going to take off or be a hit, but actors still work for him. And I think you want, like, the, I think the idea it's and kind this of a is prestige. So right? this is I'm going to read. I wrote I read a good film or a article about him in Atlantic called Woody Allen's Lazy Filmmaking. So they talk about at one point in an interview he had done, he said he's functioning within the parameters of his own mediocrity. And he went on to note that if he ever made a great film, it would be by accident. Um, And, you know, that's his whole thing is being self-hating or whatever. And I think some he of it's performative. sort of performative.
1: invented like the. Yes. Like the, the self kind of
0: complaining Jewish guy. And I think the like. The New
1: York type. Right? Yeah.
0: I think a lot of it is like um, performative, but I think some of it is true. I mean, like honest to God, I don't think he thinks of himself as that great of a filmmaker. And yet he doing it. Um, so in this article, the writer writes, for years, the evidence has accumulated Alan is an astonishingly lazy director. Often this fact gets a positive spin as when he is described as, quote, an actor's director. Code for the reality that he offers his performers little or no guidance and tries to complete every scene in as few takes as possible. Um, Here again, Alan is bluntly honest, quote, I'm lazy and an imperfectionist. Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese will work on the details until midnight and sweat it out, whereas for me, come 6 o'clock, I want to go home, I want to have dinner, I want to watch the ball game. Filmmaking is not the end-all be-all of my existence. And I think that's like, so the whole idea that, yeah, he's the actor's director, that all his films are predicated not on story, not on cinematography, because cinematography for him is hit or miss. It depends on who he's working with, if it's Uh really remarkable or not, but it's about the characters and what they say and how they say it. And if you look at it, though, it's really just Woody Allen in every single character. Because he writes all his films. I think pretty largely you can say he writes all his films. And it's just every character talks like him. And those who don't, the secondary ones, are cartoonish. I yeah. mean, just like not it's not even It's like John out. Green
1: in uh, his, his novels, just every character. Even
0: the women. Um, yeah. And then it's like, oh, he also, there are no black people. He has female characters. They're annoying as hell. But manhattan so when i when i saw manhattan and i was like i can't believe there's not a single black person in this film i mean like it's new york you um, can't you can't
1: pull the world war ii excuse with that no
0: one. no so it, it's clear he makes it for that very narrow yeah, right upper class jewish new yorker you know these are for people who read the new yorker this is for people who right. have their you know apartment in the upper west side whatever um
1: can i um can I read this quote from Orson Welles on his...
0: Yes. When he met... Yeah, have you... No, you know this one? No, I'm probably... I have read read it before. There's like this whole compilation of directors shitting on other directors. Yeah, and no, this some is of the really, funniest quotes I've like, ever read in my life. I haven't seen...
1: Oh, I've, I've, yes!
0: He calls him annoying and little. No, 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 no little. Let me, I'll, yeah, I'll read, it, read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I've never seen a Woody Allen film, but this so quote good. sticks in my head it because it's so, good. like, it's so cutting. Yeah. And, like, oh,
0: he hit him it, reads, hard. it
1: reads through the whole sort of, like, performative self-hatred yeah. thing. Yeah, read it? Um, so, anyway, Orson Welles says, I hate Woody Allen physically. I dislike that kind of man. I can hardly bear to talk to him. He has the Chaplin disease. That particular combination of arrogance and timidity sets my teeth on edge. Yes. He is arrogant. Like all people with timid personalities, his arrogance is unlimited. Anybody who speaks quietly and shrivels up in company is unbelievably arrogant. He acts shy, but he's not. He's scared. He hates himself and he loves himself, a very tense situation. It's people like me who have to carry on and pretend to be modest. To me, Orson Welles, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world, a man who presents himself at his worst to get laughs in order to free himself from his hang-ups. Everything he does on the screen is therapeutic.
0: It's the Louis C.K. It's, it's the classic. It's the like, every self-hating, pedantic white man
1: comedian. And on the and inside, deep down, they're really they
0: love themselves. Really they arrogant. think they're yeah. geniuses. But the way that
1: arrogance can pass off as timidity, I thought, was just like very like
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Even if it's not like you. Don't even have to apply to not And all those cool, like quotes about, a, I
0: want to be gone by six. He's knocking himself down before other people can do it. What did he say? So, the, he's like, I want to be home by six. I don't do all these takes or whatever. I just get oh, okay. it done. He's doing it so that when you say that, he's like, oh, I know. I purposefully do it that way. I purposefully don't do a lot of takes. I'm just here to, and filmmaking's not my end all. And it's like, then why have you made 40 films in 40 years? <clears throat> It's, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like Louis C.K. Like, saying, I'm yeah. a piece of crap and everyone hates me. So then when you bring up a valid criticism, I told you, I told you. I told you I was a piece of crap. I told you I was right. terrible. Yeah. Again, that's also seems to be my type of man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, once you identify that, it just becomes so obvious, like anything you watch by him, how much he values himself and his opinions but then he just always tries to preempt it by being like well i don't know what i'm talking about but and then like says something crazy you know um and then there's right. like that's idea funny. it's
1: and the more you talk about it the more i realize that like he's a piece of crap i've never seen his movies but like that brand is like yeah and that's he really him, spawned right? that. yeah, yeah like, i mean
0: anything you watch from henceforth that is like you know, just a white sort guy being like, down on himself. Or even just like yeah,
1: mumblecore. We wouldn't have gotten that.
0: Jerry Seinfeld without <laughs> Woody Allen. I mean, honestly, honestly, that's like that yeah, whole brand Jerry of Seinfeld's,
1: comedy. He's one of the good ones. He's right?
0: well. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. There was like this like round table I saw recently. This is totally irrelevant, but only relevant to Jerry Seinfeld. It was like these comedians and they're talking about using the N word in their sets. And I think Jerry was the only one probably because of the whole Kramer, Michael <laughs> Richardson thing where he was like, you cannot say that. And it's not okay to say it. It was Louis. It was a black comic. It might have been Chris Rock.
1: Louis was in this panel.
0: I think it was old. It was like uh, from years ago. Um, he had, I mean, and, he and it once... was Ricky Gervais and it was Jerry Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld was the only one who said, you should not be saying the N word, nor should you be using it in your comedy. Why is it even a question? I don't know. Because
1: Louie would use and Chris it gratuitously. Rock, the whole bad thing was that up. like
0: Chris Rock was posturing. He was like, it's okay for you to say it. And it's like, well, you don't speak for your, you know, whatever entire race. And it seems that the general consensus, right, among everyone is like, you should not say it if you're not black. And it's not funny. Anyway. I guess it's just weird. He's I can't grown, even like. Comic, I can't even think honestly. of the context
1: in which it would even like. Why would you even need to
0: go watch Lacey Case stand up? And see I know, how but he I, uses I've it. seen. Yeah, I've I mean, seen the sketch
1: where like he. Oh, it's
0: for shock value, one hundred percent. It's oh, I just said that word, and you secretly want to hear me say it. You secretly want to yeah, laugh. He at kept it saying it because he's it. got it's a like... what majorly white audience. I could go. These men. Who these men. not deserve i would love to see and not to say that having more female directors means we're gonna have better movies but just if i'm gonna see someone flop i want it to be a woman (laughs) i just like i want it to be from a place of like genuine error rather than just like just blanket entitlement and belief that you are great and you cannot fall from your perch i don't know and i honestly don't know if anyone still considers woody allen like an incredible filmmaker i don't know if he's just you know Clown, but people still do hold up his earlier films as like classics yeah and i mean he's always maybe gonna you be can pluck out that. one or two that have everything that's somehow brought all of it together but i genuinely just think such a
1: cultural like a you failing. don't even have to have seen anything to sort of know his cultural influence apparently like yeah french people really love woody allen for some reason i'm sure because french people sense. have no morals <laughs> like their no. their image of like, like i don't what believe I that
0: a... he molested that girl how all dare know... you accuse him
1: they're just like oh it is just uh it is just how we, that is how we you know? do that in
0: france <laughs> it is how we express sexuality by touching people <laughs> yeah. i told you about it's all these like french when, actresses um, are anti-me yeah, too yeah the umbrellas
1: of cherbourg one uh what's yeah name?
0: uh katherine yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um, their image of, like, like when we think of the stereotypes of Paris from, yeah. like, Amelie or whatever, their their stereotype of New York is totally based on, like, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen films.
0: Remember Midnight in Paris? That was the one that hit before Blue Jasmine with Owen Wilson.
1: It's like, I, I Owen Wilson it, yeah. walking
0: around in a Van Gogh painting or something. Like, I don't know. Stupid. They go back
1: in time to the, like, expats. Yeah. Yeah. I don't freaking
0: know. Now it's the point where people are really starting to, like, he's lost, he lost that deal with Amazon over his... um show his last film like timothy chalamet acted in it but he said he highly regrets it he's gonna donate his salary to it to like some foundation and it's like okay kid you should have known beforehand but it's really now it's it's starting to gain traction as like a cultural phenomena that like you should not you should no longer be working with woody allen and uh, that sort of everything he's made at least in the last 20 years is not really noteworthy so I, again, I pray every day, my notification from the New York Times will be that he's died, but instead it's, like, impeachment. So, you know, we yeah. pick our battles. Yeah, you
1: pick your battles. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, that well, was a... Uh,
0: we said we were going to be short with this one. This is a pretty long one.
1: Yeah, who else? Uh, oh,
0: I was going to say my music. Picks. Oh, yeah, music. I hate the I Beatles. Mean- <laughs> Just... Put that at the very beginning. I hate the Beatles. Like
1: intro. I could do radio. Um, <laughs> I mean, I already wrote the article on Radiohead kind of being overrated, but like you
0: wrote the article as on a Radiohead, Radiohead fan.
1: You know, I think I have license oh, to. uh a-
0: yeah. And then what? What do you want to say about your overrated director?
1: Uh, oh, I said Wes Anderson, right? Yeah. I just don't, his movies, like, don't have a soul to me.
0: Well, i
1: Besides, I've, like, Rushmore was the only one where I genuinely, mm, like, felt like there was an emotional core, but it's so...
0: Sick Transit Gloria, Gloria. I've Vades. only
1: seen, I haven't seen Isle of Dogs yet. I watched, mm. um, Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Bombs and, um, Grand, Grand Budapest Hotel. That wasn't
0: too strong for me. I
1: think those might have been the only two, but, like, especially in Budapest Hotel, like, the obsession um, with the formal, just kind of twee, like... Oh, he is highly
0: I just, aestheticized.
1: It's so aesthetic and Extremely. it's like aesthetic to the extreme that there's no emotion underneath any of it. And also like the Royal bombs, I think I enjoyed a little bit more, but like The Needle Drops it's like one of my
0: favorite movies.
1: Oh, needle I mean in the, like, like it's just so on the nose. Yes. And like, that is
0: the biggest criticism I would accept is that it's very on the nose. Because the soundtrack very white.
1: like soundtracks can be used really well. Especially when it's like, if it's a recognizable song, like it can be used very like interestingly, like I yeah. don't know, Goodfellas or like every, you know, every Marty movie Marty loves using
0: um, "Gimme Shelter" by yeah. Rolling Stones every film. Give no, and Shelter. it's great, but like well, he does it well, or yeah. like Scarface
1: or something, or but like the yeah, yeah. uh, like yes. these like because Royal Mom said like these days, yeah, and you can tell like Wes Anderson was uh, like I just found this been really been cool walking. song,
0: yeah, but it's just yeah, you're right, it is like yeah. very twee, or and whatever. he's it's
1: so easy to make fun of. It's like yeah. Uh, what was the picture of like? He's
0: like high key go to for making fun of. That's what I. There's uh,
1: all these pictures of him on Twitter where he's like. Dumb. Where's, where's he does. His, like, like, he
0: wears his like little quarter suits. Like
1: Jared Kushner, like.
0: Uh, <laughs> they do look alike. Like, a, like honestly. They do. There was some
1: picture that I was comparing. He's Twitter got his looking. like little
0: bob, his little redheaded bob, and yeah. his like little corduroy suits. Um, it's just
1: like like white culture. I like, will
0: say, like I always say, like if you want to be able to watch Woody Allen's films and you want to watch, like, watch Wes Anderson's movies. Like, if you were into white people being quirky and stupid...
1: Quirky, yeah. Watch it's, Wes it's Anderson films. At least like, they're, like, aestheticized he he, and I'm coherent. Like, yeah, he I'm he. a small bean. Like, that's... He,
0: he, he I'm gonna break up this marriage. Or, like, he-he, I'm gonna... Like, yeah. whatever. I thought Rushmore...
1: He's also got... <laughs> I realize he has an obsession with, like, um... Latin? Oh, actually, I did, like, Moonrise Kingdom. I
0: saved Latin. What did you do?
1: The Moonrise I, Kingdom. I, I guess yeah. the ones where there's sort of a more, like, child, like,
0: uh... Um I will say people hate Bottle Rocket. I actually liked Bottle Rocket. The only one I haven't seen is The Life Aquatic. I have actually really yeah. only seen like half I of it. I guess Garci I don't.
1: I think, uh, maybe Bill Murray is
0: f- a problematic fave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's abusive.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they all are. <laughs> they all it's hit their wives. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, but like I genuinely, The World Tenenbaums is one of my favorite movies just because I love dysfunctional family stuff. Yeah. Stream of, Succession of on wives, HBO. <laughs> uh,
1: Chance the Rapper, overrated.
0: Oh yeah, J. Cole.
1: Speaking of wives.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I love my wife. Ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry. J.
1: Cole was never really rated. Like, mm, who outside yeah. of North Carolina is really writing for J. Cole? Yeah, yeah. and
0: everyone clowns his fans. Um, so,
1: like, Latter Day Kanye, Life of Pablo, uh, you know. Well, Mama, I gotta say it. <laughs> he's moving
0: back toward the gospel, so
1: maybe, maybe if we, find if we ever hear the album. <laughs>
0: yeah. Who <laughs> musically overrated? It's easy to hate the Beatles and stuff like Yeah, I mean, that. Beatles,
1: any band that's, like, <laughs> like, sort of has Their the... Their songs don't even
0: slap. The, like... Their outfit.
1: Hegemony over, like, yeah culture. It's And then, and then when then when you move into pop you.
0: music, because it is so pervasive, it becomes so easy. Like, if you hate an artist, everyone... Like, Ed Sheeran is so universally hated. We all hate him because that one song was played over and over and over right. again. But no one's,
1: like... Shape of Your Body? No one what is loves that shape, of shape of You. Shape
0: of Your Body. <laughs> yeah, I he wanted, no, he
1: wanted to make it... Uh, <laughs> My humps. I think uh, the the chorus used to just be, I'm in love with your body. I'm in love with your body. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ew! But then they were like, uh, I think you should change
1: <laughs> it to like shape of you <laughs> to make it a little more like, I don't know, <laughs> That reminds me
0: of the Bo Brenham skit, that song where he's like, <laughs> I love your torso how it has two arms on either side. I love your eyes are... Blue, Green, brown, like gray, or white. Like, it's just like every pop song is just like Body so parts. vague. Yeah. It's like, a- I love your hair, that brownish, greenish, reddish color. <laughs> like, just it's so yeah. vague. It's so applicable to every like young girl out there, whatever shape of you, whatever shape you are. <laughs> yeah. Some girls are bigger than others,
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, because there's some, I don't know, like, David, we don't need a Go on much longer, but like David Bowie is someone we who's like outro. definitely not overrated. Like, yeah, all of the okay. hype is 100% okay. <laughs> true. Um, objectively, objectively, he objectively. is like one of the, like yeah. the best artists <laughs> ever the, lived. The,
0: the best, um,
1: so it's not as if like David every the Bowie, it's not as if like every legendary artist is like, no, inherently overrated. No, and I like, believe
0: Quentin Tarantino is properly rated, which is pretty high. Right. <laughs> 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 I believe, you know, whatever. Um,
1: yeah, like Prince, not overrated. No,
0: no, genius. Um, yeah, incredible.
1: Pavement's kind of overrated, <laughs> but that's yeah. We're getting into the indie stuff. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, this has been real to real. Thanks for
0: listening to our 100% objective opinions, which are all facts. These and are all facts. true, and you cannot argue with
1: us. But don't please do not try uh, to argue with us. <laughs> <laughs> Any claims we make are uh, add allegedly <laughs> to the end of it. If it's <laughs> and don't, don't go, go get see
0: Chris Nolan's new movie. Go see Joker.
1: <laughs> go see Joker. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>